This episode of Catch the Craze is brought to you by... Welcome to the third installment of my all-ages, family-friendly comedy sci-fi series. For months, I've been working tirelessly, putting together not one, not two, but three amazing stories, all centered around this one amazing character, Duty, from There's an Alien in My Toilet. And I wanted to say thank you to all of the fans who supported us at the conventions and also on the Kickstarter helping to make it so successful. Now we're back with book three, and as always, we have amazing covers and an amazing story where Duty finally gets into a house and there are humans involved in a chihuahua named Herman. And just in time for Halloween, I bring you Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu. You're not going to want to miss this one. It's one wild ride. But I also have something for the little ones. This is an activity book, a story book filled with adventures. And at the end, your child can write their own story and create their own characters. So thank you for sticking around for the first two issues. And I hope you enjoyed this next series of books that I bring you. Your support, your investment means the world to me. And I can't do it without you. Have a great day. Enjoy reading. Good morning, George. What's going on in the morning brew today? Good morning, everyone. We are going to be talking about vandals. We're going to be talking about injuries. And we're going to be talking about manga cars. So that's coming up next. That's coming up next. Let's get it. What's up? What's up? What's up? Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Morning Brew with the Crazy Crew. We're going to be talking about a few things today. Uh, But before we do that, please make sure that you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button, comment below. Hit the bell so you know when we are going live, which is every Thursday morning on this show. Er day, er day. uh, Yes, right. That's right. So good morning, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. I am, uh, you know, streaming live from my vehicle on uh, my way to work so we're going to be doing this for the next uh 60 minutes we're going to be talking to you about different things sammy's got a couple of uh eye drop um, you know eye popping uh news articles that he found this morning we we're talking crazy. about right before we came on yeah and uh, of course on monday he had the uh, crazy in 10 or less so make sure that you check that out he, we were talking about uh manga cast on there and we're going to be talking manga about that a little further <laughs> a little further today <laughs> interesting interesting uh interesting topic uh you know the manga artists yeah. out there so we're going to be talking about that and uh yeah but before we do that brother damn i gotta get comfortable in here oh my back <laughs> my lower back i'm old I'm getting old bro yeah it's, it's it, we're Woo! talking about that um you know um and we got a, uh, some stuff we're gonna talk about uh in a second that's rela- related to that but sitting down i've never sat down as long as as much as i have since i've try become a bookpreneur right? right and and so sitting down has been um drawing and doing what you love is a blessing but the curse is the, the toll it takes on your body you know right just right. sitting down and mm-hmm. uh so i was talking to my my wife's dad who's a tr- who was a trucker and he had a lot of surgeries back neck all that stuff because of sitting just driving trucks and i'm like well, how, what you know 
the one I think about it, you know, they're in trucks and they're bouncing the whole time, right? You know, the you know, the trucks are like whatever, and they're dry sitting all day. And I get up and it feels like everything is so tight. And like I'm like, ah, and you got cramps. I'm like, what's going on? So I have to stretch every day. Uh, that's why I work out really to to try to count yeah. countermeasures to combat it so that my, my body's strong enough to deal with those long periods. So that's why I'll go out and I'll run um, in the yard with the dogs and I'll chase them yeah. around and play. But I get these pains here, and and oh, it's crazy. So I, I'm I'm gonna get that that head strap that you put on your head and, you, and it hangs the weight so you can strengthen your neck. Sure. Uh, because my neck is like out of control. Yeah, yeah. Now we're gonna be talking about injuries yeah. in a, in a few minutes, uh, a little further with that kind of stuff. But uh, so, all right. So let, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of uh, the crazy man, as far as uh, your campaign right now, because you do have a campaign on uh, Kickstarter for this nearly in my toilet issue number three. If you guys don't know, if you're joining us for the first time, we are independent artists, creators of our own books as well. We have a couple of titles. If you look at the uh, if you look at the show there, um, my book is there. The Avengers Wonder Dog. There's nearly in my toys at the bottom. But Sammy's got a, a campaign right now, live yes. on Kickstarter. Has where 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 are my peoples? Uh, so Judy you know, came to Earth. He crash landed. He made a hit. All the feedback was positive, you know, um, people raving about it. Um, and so, you know, George put his prediction out, you know, it's going to kill it. Failed. I f- <laughs> Failed. Miserably. <laughs> the Jorge. And, uh, Miserably, so, yeah. And, you know, the so. Kiss of death. I got excited, you know, from the first two that, you know, I decided I want to add another layer. I want to add a, like a Halloween special. And I, and I created Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu. And, you know, I love this story. And, um. You know, I'm just wondering, where's everybody, you know, and because every day I get people signing up. Um, we're over 150 people who have signed up um, just and every day. Every time I look, another person has signed up. And so I would love for you to pull the trigger. I would love for you to, they, you know, you don't have to worry. They don't take the money out for three more weeks. Um, um, I would love for you to put the trigger. I love to get funded. I'd love to be able to sleep at night. I would love for you to read it. Um, and, you know, it's it's fun but all of us, um, all ages, you know, and I know that for some reason, all ages is a trigger word. And, um, you know, for, you know, the guys who think, you know, well, I'm too cool to be reading all ages. No, you're not. It's it's all ages. It's fun. And, um, you know, get yourself a copy. You know, today I'm going to be putting out a new bundle. It's the, it's the Halloween bundle. And it's just going to be centered around monsters. And uh, so look out for that on the update. It's going to be fun. But if you pledge today during this live stream, you know, I'll add a free Duties Monsters bookmark to your basket. And it's a brand new bookmark. No one's ever seen it before. Um, it's really cool. I really like it. And um, just by pledging today. And uh, if it's a physical pledge, you'll get it physically. If it's digital, you get a digital copy. Um, but yeah, I'd love to be funded this weekend. Uh, sh- I, I do want to say shout out to uh, the podcasters that showed some love. Um, Dustin Brunel, JD Calderon, um, uh, Laura Calcaterras, uh, Pops Van Zant, um, Lori, Lori Calcaterra, Lori, uh, Nerds of the Rounds, Seabass. Yes. Thank you so much all for, you know, you know, I put out, I went on the rooftop, I was like, hoo hoo, and they came calling. And they were like, yo, we got you. We're, we're, we're gonna... And I just asked for five minutes, but, you know, they're giving me, you know, a full slot. So that's awesome. Um, so thank you so much for allowing me to join your streams. And I know how difficult it is running a podcast. And then, you know, someone coming from left and saying, yo, but I've never done that. I've never asked um, anybody last minute. 
And uh, for those of you who made the accommodations, I truly appreciate you. Um, you know, I'll never forget that. And uh, but yes, I'm just trying to get the word out. And uh, if anything you guys can do to help get the word out and, um, you know, uh, and get duty going. I mean, he is a lovable, adorable character. You know, I love him with, you know, I mean, look at it. The book is ready. This is the proof. The book is ready. This is the proof. Um, you know, the pages are done. You know, it's fully colored. And Duty's monsters, the interiors are gloss. So that's a, it, it's different from the other books where it was like semi-gloss. The, the interiors are gloss. And uh, look at the, the, the here's Duty variant cover. That's done. There's the proof. Um, IT Wawa, um, the main cover. Boom, duty sneaking across the hallway. There's Herman, like, hey, there's all. And uh, there, there's the other cover, cover B. And then uh, for the little ones, for the kids, for four year olds, you know, you got Duty's Adventures. This is an interactive, fun story for all the kids. And then for the artist in you, any artist, this is easy, portable to carry, five by nine, the custom duty sketchbook, get yourself a copy. Um, and if you have a little one that you're going to give this to, I will sketch them with duty on the first page um, as a thank you for picking it up. So a lot to offer with duty. It's a fun, full adventure for everybody. Um, you know, so join the party, you know. Hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. And uh, if you haven't done so yet, please uh, check out my website at getyourmedswithaz.com for all of my books that are on there at this point. Sam, when is your campaign over? The uh, the, the, the alien there's an alien in my toilet. It ends on the 20th of October, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. All right. So, yeah, so you have a, a few days left, but don't, you know, don't wait. Make sure you pledge. And like I said, just uh, check out my website as well. I have a few things on there for you guys, my books, T-shirts, uh, things of that nature. I'll have updates as to uh, shows that I want to be doing in the next uh, coming year. You have a show coming up, don't you? In oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Texas. Yeah. Yeehaw! Join me in a couple of weeks uh, on the 14th through the 16th. I will be at the Dallas Fan Festival. And um, so join me there, downtown Dallas. And then I'll, right after that, the week after, I'll be at the Cowtown Comic Con on the 22nd and 23rd. And, um, you know, so for the campaign will be ended, but I printed the, I printed a big run of the books. So, um, uh, so I will be ha I will have them available at those cons because I already printed them. Uh, I already paid for the printing. So um, I'm waiting for this book to be funded. as soon as as soon as the book is funded, as soon as I get that check it's shipped, it's out the door. So um, it's ready to go. Everything is ready to go. 100. percent You know, the only delay is going to be and that's why I'm, I had them printed early because I don't want to be waiting for the printers to send me the stuff to send it to you. The only other delay would be is if. You know, the skies open up and they get an influx of orders and then um, the orders are more than what I printed. Then I have to print more. Um, but outside of that, uh, I don't foresee any problems with getting everything to you guys. Um, I try to anticipate this. I want to get it to you, you know, in time for the holidays, you know, I want to ship it out, um, you know, in November. So you can get it before Thanksgiving so you can enjoy it. Boom. And then you don't have to hear from me till January. <laughs> Yeah, man. There's a uh, yeah. I mean, the running a campaign is, is no easy task. Um, no. It, no it, it, easy it is. Out. It is thirty thirty days. Thirty days of just work, work, work every day, doing different things. Of, of, yeah. Of, yeah, it's a it's a mental a mental war. It is. It is. 
It is. It is. It's not easy, man. I, I'm telling you, I, I, we talked about that um, a few shows ago, just the, the, the stress that it causes you because it doesn't sound like much. Is it, hey, man, it's just a campaign. Like, no, but it's, you know, it's your livelihood. You know, you, yeah. you think about, am I good enough? Like, you start doubting yourself. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. You know, we're humans. It, it, it gets us. No matter how tough you think you are, deep down inside, you know, the ego and even more and more, just, it just hits you. Like, it's like, yo, why am I doing this kind of thing? You know, you start questioning it. Yeah. So, you know, it is, it is, it's not, it's not easy. You know, you put yourself out there and you know, rejection is hard to take sometimes, but, uh, but it's not over. Listen, there's three weeks left of the campaign. And, um, so make sure that if you haven't done so yet, you know, take the time right now, if you want, you know, to go pledge and come back and, uh, check us out as we continue the show but uh yeah sammy so so what do you got what do you got in in in, in news of the day kind of in thing the first one is, the first one is, yeah the first one's really bad um it's horrible what do you uh, got and what do you me, got let me uh let me get this split screen so the first one is this one right here and i'm okay. not going to play the audio but apparently in bucks county pa so It'll show the two guys. Uh, so if anybody recognizes that, call you law enforcement. I don't know if they caught the guys. Two men wanted for beating, robbing, beloved Bucks County comic store owner. So uh, what they did was, uh, I'll tell you because I'm not gonna, I won't, I don't know if I can play the audio because of the YouTube stuff. But um, what they did was they told the man, asked the man to climb the ladder, the store owner, who was 61 years old. And they said they wanted to actually figure at the top of the ladder. And when he got to the top, they kicked the ladder from underneath him and he fell. And then they started beating him and punching him. Uh, they put a knife to his throat. They, 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 they bound him and gagged him. And they, they got off with about $16,000 worth of goods. So let me, um, let me make sure that my, the thing is muted. No, it is, right, there it is. Well, I'm going to play that right there. She's going to be talking about that. Um, What's that? Oh, I hear it. Yeah, I still hear it. Yeah. I did it oh, I thought you were muting it. He sells comics, action figures, music, even. Comic collection has been a haven for hobbyists for nearly 40 years. Founder Dave Schwartz is known to his customers as the sovereign of eclectic treasures from eras past and present. You name it. We have it. Two Sundays ago, the 61-year-old was alone doing inventory in his Feasterville shop around 4 p.m. when two men wearing masks walked in. I've never seen them in here before. Video shows the pair asking Dave to grab a statue off the top shelf. They got me to go up there, and as I'm grabbing, then they pushed the ladder out underneath me, and I came down. I was down, and, oh. and they proceeded to come in and, and kick away, and they were pretty good. Dave's ribs were shattered and nearly two weeks after, bruises are still very visible on his face, arms, and abdomen. The attackers then zip-tied Dave's hands and feet as one of the men pulled out a knife. Well, he put it to my face and said, do you want to live? And I said, you know, I just nodded my head. The thieves stuffed more than $16,000 worth of merchandise into double as Dave remained bound and bleeding. 45 minutes later, a neighbor spotted the men running off and called police. People in this neighborhood do look out for each other. Dave's already back to work, accompanied now by friends who aren't letting this self-dubbed stubborn Gus be here solo anymore. As his attackers remain on the run, Dave's hoping someone may know who and where they are. That's crazy. So Man, that, they haven't caught him yet? Jeez. Oh, 
So that's crazy. And and it's like, come on. I mean, what's it come to now that you're going to, you know, why do you have to hurt people? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, why do you, it, it, that, that's just, I'm just, if, if you're in PA and you recognize those guys, call the authorities. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, seriously, bro. That's freaking nuts. That is insane, dude. Yeah. 16-year-old man, dude. Like, what yeah, are you guys doing? $16,000 of, of worth of merchandise? Yeah. Holy cow, man. That's that's nuts. That means they stole all the action figures or whatever. You know, you know how sometimes they, they, they'll put the, the high-value comics yeah, in the back. They probably yo. took those as well. King but down, yep. if, you know, I don't know. Um, they all have serious. I don't know if he had it inventoried. And, and, and I don't know if he had an inventory. Because sometimes the older comic shops... Um, don't have that kind of database where where you where you bring them in because a lot of those statues have unique serial numbers. Yeah. So if he had that in a database and you try to sell it, you know, and you give that stuff to law enforcement, law enforcement, you know, hopefully that comes up. Right, right. You know. Yeah. Poof. That is insane. That is crazy, bro. Crazy. That, that is nuts. But uh, yeah, so that that I woke up to that. I saw that. I was like, oh. But then on the positive note. A bunch of friends opened up a comic shop in Waco, Texas, and uh, you know the article uh, states. Uh, let's see right here. Uh, the article says uh, during the recession, people uh, often put money into things like real estate and silver. But uh, how about comic books and sports memorabilia? The owner of a brand new comic shop in downtown Waco says that during uncertain economic times, customers are coming to uh, to them invest in something that has financial and nostalgic value. Uh, so they want to go back to the days when the kid, when they were kids, when they held their first baseball card. See, that's why you need duty and um, and collect them all in the and the cards are collectibles. They've got uh, the money now. They're all grown up. And um, so, yeah, so that's, you know, so shout out to them. What is the name of the comic shop? Uh, let me see on the video if it shows what the comic shop is. I don't want to see that commercial. Let me hit mute. Uh, all right, I, I can't. I, we got to see that. Uh, I just want to find out the name of the comic shop. Um, okay, let's see. Function on mute. All right. They don't show the outsider store. I mean, the fixtures look great. Oh, collect them cards and collectibles. That's what it's called. Kid looks angry. Because I want to go play with my PS5 or whatever it is. Kids like open up the doors already. Oh, that kid straight out of the seventies with that hairdo. No, that's 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 the style nowadays, kid. Yo, he has that style from that comic for yesterday that we interviewed. Kids are letting their hair grow, bro. Like kids are really that's that's like the thing. Everything goes back. You know, everything goes back. It's like a it's cyclical, right? Is everything like trending, the styles? Like yeah. you always, for some reason, the 70s always creeps up. The 70s. Because, I mean, there was nothing cooler than the bell bottoms, the platform shoes. The I, big don't know about, bottoms, I don't know about that, dog. The collar shirts with the tailored blazer. We're going to agree to disagree on that, bad boy. Bell bottoms. Yeah. 
nothing cooler than bell bottoms. I don't know about that. Dog. No, I don't know about that. I feel like a superhero. Really? You walk different. You walk different. Yeah, yeah. Your voice gets higher. I know. I know because it's tight. <laughs> Stuff is a little tight. Stuff is a little toy. <laughs> Holy cow! Now nah, that's cool though, man. Yeah. Somebody's opening up a, a comic book shop. That is dope. I mean, yeah. I mean that that's nice. one more for the, the you know the hopefully an indie indie community can get into another location. So a, every time that's that's keeping the 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 the. the the legacy alive. When you open up another comic shop, that means there's a chance for comics. It's still now. You know now, now, now here, here's the question though: What do you think they're going to sell more? They're going to sell I, well, more yeah, comics. Yeah, the baseball cards. Yeah, yeah, that's the money maker. The comics yeah. is the comics is not going to be the 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 profit making uh, machine. That's that's what sucks. On. That's what sucks, man. Like, like how, how do we how do we make that the money yeah. maker? You know, like how how do we turn that? It, it's tough. I, I don't. I don't even. You know need how. superstars. The the yeah, problem is. Yes. The problem is. Um. I think what happens with with comics, you need, you need. For some reason, since the Marvel era, um, most. I mean, not Marvel. The Image era. Mm -hmm. Those guys. Those guys. Yeah. They got. They embraced the rock star status. Right. They loved it. They were in the. They were in the media. They were out there. They were high fiving. They were. It was, and they and they were relatable. And it was great is that there was like somebody that represented somebody. You know what I mean? It was. It was awesome. I think since then, I think the companies made a big effort to squash putting a face in front of the brand. You know what I'm saying? So there's no there's no momentum there to or, or there's no interest from the big boys to put somebody ahead of. The Marvel symbol. I, you're not going to be bigger than Marvel. You, you can't be bigger than the organization. And I think that's the problem. And it's going to take another. What's up, D? Uh, yeah, what's going to take? It's going to take um, those new trendsetters to come out of left field. That's going to be like bypass that whole system because after that whole image thing, Marvel and DC, the big boys made a big effort to just squash all that. We're not going to have rock stars that's going to come out here and, and change the game and take away from our profit. Um, so I think that's what it is. As it, unfortunately, people relate to people. The product is a byproduct of the person. So when they like you, I mean, they loved the the, 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 the when when Rob Liefeld did that MTV commercial. <laughs> that was it. Everyone's like, oh, and and, and he, he didn't care about his art style. He didn't but care. I, about I, I didn't like that's what I'm saying. I, I was, the comics. Yeah, but I I didn't I didn't like Rob Liefeld's artwork, and I wasn't a that's fan true. of Rob Liefeld. I I picked up everything he did. No, I know, I know like, you did. There was I'm a just point. Saying, there was a point where it got diluted, and I stopped. But but, um, but I, I think I, I think I think the reason why they were you know rock stars in the, in the industry was because of the sales of their books. Because of that's their what made them. That's what made them. That's what made them rock stars. Not them. People didn't know who they were. They knew what they drew, and then they knew who they were. So it wasn't the other way around. So if today, for example, you have an artist. And you put them out into the into into the people, people. Unless you read comics, they're not gonna know who they are because the sales aren't there. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? The sales have to be there in order for those guys to be the superstars that they were. The sales were there for Todd McFarlane. The sales were there for Rob, Jim, you know, Valentino, you know, Mark. Like they were like the sales spoke for themselves. Like they sold books. Now that they sell books, the people want to know who are the people behind these books. 
There isn't that today. Nobody, the like, books the don't sell, so nobody cares who's behind them. The people that have that opportunity to be that are like the Brian Politas of the world, who who he he put the brand before him, right? So it's about, right. really about Lady Death and the business than right. him. But if he had the right PR person to say, "I want to flip this because we want to, we want to, we want to bring more revenue. We want to bring in more eyes. We're gonna make, we're gonna push you out there. Your story is fascinating. Everybody, you, you are the American story. You are that that right. that, that grind to success story. We're gonna push that forward, and that's gonna bring in additional sales compounded on top of that, right? Um, Jay Parker, who's a fantastic artist, if he had the right <laughs> PR person. He, I mean, again, but they, they, they're focusing on the property versus them. And I think that's the reason I think, but I think people relate to people, um, you know, their products sell really, really, really well, but it would do so much more under the right circumstances. And I think that's what it is. And uh, so, so, you don't so, have so you're saying, you're saying they should, they should, um, they should put the artists in front of the people. To when you have the sales like that, of the yeah, world. when you have somebody with that momentum, yes. So yeah. that those are cases you can justify that you can say, let's look at these guys' stories. Number one, they have fascinating stories. Let's look at what they've generated on their own based on the brand that they created without that machine. Now let's put a machine behind it and let's see what we can do. But there's not that there's not that drive to do it right now. It's just people just trying to get their product out there and they're just trying to get work and um, and just tell stories and, and have successful campaigns. I think, you know, and, and so that's where you need that extra. I think the, the machine behind those guys was the story was you had a bunch of rebels that decided to leave the big boys. Right. And that was, that was all you needed. Headline artists leave Marvel to form their own brand. That itself was like, everybody went, Rawr! they dropped the X-Men and said, let me go and check this out. And they went over Right, and then they started scooping it up, but they, they still picked up the X Men, but they were following these guys as well, and uh, so I think that's um, you know, and, the, and, and the, they played on it, and they played on it because yeah. every time you turn the channel, you saw them. <clears throat> the irony of that is, though, that you can argue that that's what killed comics as well. No, I think because I think because because what happens is you're never going to get to those numbers anymore. Right, you're never that 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 was that was the height of like what's like. Some of these books are not even worth what they were supposed to be worth because they printed so many of them. How many number one spawns are out there? You know, that there's no value in that. I agree with Sam having a star out front makes the industry relatable and give people someone to look up to. And th that isn't there. I think part of it, too, is the stories that are being told. People, there's a lot of controversy within these stories. And it's, it's almost like a negative controversy. You know what I mean? People are so divided on what the stories that they're telling are that they refuse to even just buy the stories at all. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't drive anybody to go buy them you know like you watch a lot of these youtube channels where they break down you know all these messages within the stories that people don't want to hear people just want to go buy a comic book and enjoy the read not you know be kind of i guess focused on what's happening outside in the real world on um, in the comics which they did and like back in the day some comics did do that don't get me wrong there were comics that did do that 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 had those statements in them but for some reason we were able to kind of like just enjoy the book at the same time there's just so much, I, just so much going on in the industry right now that it's 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 kind of sad, man, because it's killing it for for like books like what we're trying to do, right? Like there's an my toilet, like the all ages books that we talk about, right? People want, you know, the extreme stuff, man. You know, that's what's selling. So I don't know. Well, I, I think, it, it's, I think it's tough. What happens is um, you have those who know exactly what they want, and then you have those who follow trends, right? So, and and everything is again, it's it's. 
It's uh, like a roller coaster. It's up and downs, right? So, you know, one day it's going to be, I mean, remember that the time that the goth books, the, the, the alternative comics were like, were like, what's going on? They're like taking over. And you had the, they, they all had this, friends, this, yeah, um, yeah. this uh, Tim Burton style look to art of it. And everyone was doing that. Um, you know, so that Definitely everything did kill comics because everyone thought that those sales, if not increase, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It killed it. It, it, right. it killed it. They and thought that it would, and it didn't. Yeah, yeah. and I think I, I think the, what what killed comics wasn't the fact that they printed so many of those. I think what killed it was they were putting out a lot. <laughs> they're watering down with all these other titles that that didn't have life to it. They didn't really have personality to it, and so they flooded the market with all these variant covers and titles instead of just saying i get it i printed out one number one and sold a million copies great when you go on to number two but then when you have five thousand variant covers and you got to get every cover and you got to do this that i think that's what watered down the whole no but you know you know to even to dan's point and what i was saying about how they killed it is if you have tons of number ones right think about comics when you say when you talk about a comic book person you say i collect comics i don't mm -hmm. buy comics i collect comics when you collect something you're collecting something that's one of a kind in a sense so the fact that there aren't that many uh you know amazing spy amazing spider-mans you know number ones or you know amazing fantasies number one is what gives it its value that's mm -hmm. what makes that comic valuable is how many how little of that of those comics there are when there are too many of those books out there and you're right about the watering down the they just started cranking them out, right? Boom, let me just crank them out. But those number ones are no longer valuable because there's too many of them. Yeah. And the value of that comic has been diminished. And so the value of the comic book industry as a whole now is like, well, I can always get, go get that in a, in a 50 cent bin now. It doesn't matter. You know, there's yeah. no there's no value to the comic itself. And I think that that's been part, that was part of it back in the 90s. And listen, I lived through the 90s. I loved that era, bro. The comic books were packed. Comic book stores were packed with kids. It was a hangout spot. Buying. Dude, it was insane. Every it was day. in Starbucks. Oh, it was in <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, remember it we was... stayed at a Starbucks one time. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that was like 2000s. No, I'm yeah. talking about the 90s. Uh, oh, the 90s. Yeah, yeah. The we, 90s. When we, when we went to Midtown together. Oh, the it was 90s. like 03, 04. Uh, it was before, 05. yes. It was, me, it was me and Rob. So it was Yeah, you guys Rob. probably, yeah. Where would we go? We would go to Pronto's Pizza. We got wow. kicked out a few times. Right, um, right, right. And they said you couldn't sit here unless you, you, you always had to have food on the table. Yeah, but like I said, so the era of that that image era. What do you think it was like? What ninety two through ninety six, ninety seven? You think? Yeah, it was. It was right. Like, so, like, you one. It was about that amount of time. Yeah, man. But you know what? And 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 just uh, transitioning over to what we were talking about for Monday, the artists and the stars that they are. When you look at manga, for example, yeah, those guys are. Well, the guys that, that have the, the names are superstars. Yes. But then there are other unsung heroes behind the scenes. And you spoke about these guys, uh, the manga artists that, you know, work tirelessly every single day to create these books. Yeah. yeah. And that's insane, dude. Insane. Insane in the brim brain. Holy cow. When I was seeing oh, that, 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 do you have the, uh, the thing that you had the, uh, what was it, the schedule? Yeah. Hold on. Put, I'm pulling, getting some stuff up. Yeah. 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 Oh man, that 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 was that was nuts. And for those who don't know, we're going to be talking about uh, mangakas, or mangakas, or mangakas. Yeah, so, mangakas. so this is a there manga, This is a manga mangaka or mangaka. Um, <laughs> that uh, he's a, he's he's already established mangaka. foundation consistency. He's making a lot more money, so he's able to hire. These are all his assistants. 
mm-hmm. right? So he's able to hire assistants. Um, so you, he has people who can do shading. He has people who can do um, lettering. Um, uh, let's see, what's it? He says, also remember that Wizard pushed image guys. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Wizard played a huge, I mean, Wizard, I think Wizard was Wizard, big on that. So comics was the source magazine for hip hop. Yes. It was just like, yes. it was, it was fantastic. We yeah. lost that. That's true, man. That's something that's yeah. missing is what is those magazines, uh, you know, those, those, that media. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody knows how to tap into that anymore. Um, or, I mean, you know, because it, it uh, it's, Print because print is dead. That's why print is yeah. dying. That that then that's the reason why. why it died. I know. But so, yeah. Like so if, if so, if you're just starting out, you don't have assistance. You're gonna be doing what that guy's doing, and um, as a, man, a mangaka and um, mang manga yeah. manga manga art. Let's call manga artists. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so <laughs> mangaka. Yes, that's right. <laughs> mangaka. I just don't know where the, uh, where the accent mangaka. is. There it is. No mangaka. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I did already this morning. But um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, this is caca. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So if that you're gonna be doing what this guy does, right? Um, uh, or what all these guys do? Because you know you're. I grinding, can't even see that. What the? You're grinding for the big. Oh yeah, I gotta zoom in. So here's what a mangaka schedule looks like. Let me see if I can zoom. Like, all right, there you go. All right. So this is what the schedule looks like, and I did this on the Crazy Nintendo list. If you missed that Monday, episode, check Tuesday, it out. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. So look at Sunday. You only slept two hours on Sunday. I don't. I can't. I. I, I now, mind you. So he slept two hours. It was six a.m. Seven a.m. So for two. So eight a.m. He had breakfast. So from nine a.m. through. 6 a.m. the next oh no through <laughs> 8 8 to 8 a.m. the next day he had two two-hour meetings plus he was drawing uh, um the whole time right then finally being able to sleep for seven hours and then get up for lunch mind you he hasn't eaten since the day before 24 hours ago he's having lunch the next day draws coloring for five hours and then have dinner and then color straight through the next morning and then sleep. I mean, that was bro. bro Saturday. Saturday's a good day. He has, he has some time some free time on Saturday. Yeah. Three hours. I mean, what do you do that free time sleep? Yeah. I, I don't know what that free time is between like, Oh, I got to meet my deadlines because you know, final manuscript due day is that yeah. Friday. You know, yeah. so it's, it's, you know, when I looked at that schedule, I was like, wow, this is, it's impressive and it's scary at the same time, you know, yeah. think about guys, what they put themselves through, um, to make an income and do what they love to do. There's a, there's a term in Japan. Um, and I can't remember the, the, the Japanese term, but it's, it basically translates to death by overwork. And, um, and there's been people who have suffered from that. And I think the Japanese government as of 2018, maybe I think they passed a law that said that certain you know industries couldn't do that to the to the um to their employees now i i don't know if these guys i mean obviously it's it, they call it voluntary enslavement because they volunteer to do these things because they want to be artists they want this is what they want to do and so this is what they do um the the creator and, and the writer and artist i guess of uh, hunter hunter that mm-hmm. um that um that manga he he's known for the long hiatuses in between his yeah. book and yeah. it's because of his health issues. He yeah. he has hip and back problems. He can't yeah. sit down and draw. He can he he lays down and draws. Yeah, I'm so saving up books. to get me uh, an orthopedic chair because yes. this yeah. uh, the gaming chairs suck. Yeah, they're not um, good. It's no good for your body. <laughs> yeah, but but his book has sold like 84 million copies of that book in Japan. Like 
like the level of success that you can make like you is i think what drives these kids to continue to do that to continue to put their bodies through that stuff but it's insane bro insane yeah it is. they were talking they were talking about he, he slept three hours, right? He would sleep three hours. And that's, but that's not a full three hours. That's like 30 minute naps in between work that added to three hours. I was like, what? Yeah. That's nuts, dude. No, you know, do you know how cranky I get if I don't get at least, <laughs> you know, do at least five hours minimum? Um, I can make it through with five hours minimum. Anything less than that, I am cranky. I'm like, I'm irritable. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like because your eyes are still burning and, you know, it's like, oh, man, you know, so these guys, the way they do it, it's just a, it's a whole nother level. Yeah, not for sure. It's very yeah, it's close very to tough. your physical it, mental I realized health. that I was we were talking about it, you know, when I, I never sat as much since I decided to be a brokepreneur. And um, um, then I realized I, I'm getting neck pains. I'm getting leg pains. I'm like all these pains that I'm, you know, I'm like, so I have to work out. I, I force myself every day to work out to try to um, keep my muscles strong to counter these uh these 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 problems that I'm getting just from sitting and drawing yeah. and practice. Yeah. yeah good morning Brandon thank you for joining us this morning brother um but yeah no I, I think that in part of it is why do they do it right it's for it's for us it's for it's for the consumer it's so that we can have those 20 pages every week so we can read them you know so we can you know so, and, and then we can we can tear tear it apart because we don't like it or we do like it or we love it or we don't love it like that's why they do it and it, it's it's almost it's almost a thankless job when you think about it they're like they're like little gladiators are you not entertained like they go out there and they beat their bodies down for us you know and i think we gotta we gotta think about that sometimes when we're when we're you know ripping these these books up and, and and saying how how crappy it is and all this other stuff there's a lot of work that goes behind these things that these guys literally are, are killing themselves for i mean it's a it's a killing dollar industry manga and uh you know yeah. so everyone's um everyone's trying to break into that and uh you know only again there's a few that rise to the top where they can call their own shots and their own schedules and do all this stuff whatever and uh and then there's the then there's the the soldiers, the foot soldiers. So, so I, I was, I was watching, I was reading something where, where, um, they make about $8,000 a month, which you would think that's, that's a decent amount of money, like 8,000 a month. It's not bad. Right. Um, but you know, it's before taxes and that's before they pay their assistance. Now these are the high guys. So that's before they pay their assistance. Mm -hmm. And if you think about the amount of hours that they work, when you break that down, it's really not all that much money because you're working so many hours a day. You're working seven days a week. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not even almost, almost 24 hours you work. Yes. What are you working? 20, 20, what? 21 hours out of the 24 because you're sleeping three. Yeah. So is $8,000 really enough for you to do that? It sounds like a lot, but when you break well, that I, down. And, and that, there's a trend happening, right? So what, here's what happened in the, in the U.S., right? The, the, the youngins are saying they want work-life balance and they don't want to do all these or whatever. So what they did was. Young ones. So what they did was. They're paying the executive, <laughs> the management teams more money, but they're demanding more hours from them. So instead of the minimum, it used to be 40-hour work weeks. So it's really 45 hours because you take out the lunch, right? So they, they raise it to 55-hour work week, right? And then I see in all these 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 uh, job descriptions, they stipulate, you know, our team, our executive team are successful because they don't look at the clock and they put in the wow. time. Wow. So they're expecting you, they're going to pay you more, but they're expecting you to wear, number one, they're downsizing, right? So they're cutting other roles yeah. and they're, they're absorbing all those roles into one and they're expecting you. So when you look at the job description and you read them, you're required to be HR, 
finance, management, all these things in one and on call. And I'm like, where's the work-life balance? And no wonder your turnover is so high. No wonder people constantly leaving. It's because you're burning people on both ends of the candle. That's it. Yeah. It's it is thankless. People will criticize these books. The art saying not detailed enough. Well, why no color? People don't uh, have to keep in mind that they have to get yeah done in, in a week. week. In, in a week. week, bro. In a week. And that book that I'm telling you about, Hunter Hunter, you're talking about 400 chapters. That's 8,800 pages. About that he's that he's done. Like I'm like, how do you have 400 chapters of a book? You know, we we talk about you know Todd did a great thing as an independent doing you know 300 reaching issue number 300 or issue what he's up to like 320 3, 325 now yes. that's amazing but he didn't do that all by himself you know what i mean he had a team of people do it split up like you know they some people did it then then somebody else took over so it's been spread out this is done by one guy you know what I mean? he has assistants whatever but he's done by one guy and that's that's what's crazy about about the, the manga because it does come out every week. Now, granted, there are no color, like you said, there, there's no color in it. But some of these stories, bro, like there's they're just they're, I, there's something about these stories that are just that are great and they're they're different, and it's why why we love them. But yeah. it, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. It's not. It is. It, 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 you know. So when you think you got it, you got it tough. Check. Yeah. You know, go look. Just look. Look at your, your your brothers out there that are grinding. They they got it tough. Um. You know because yeah. they're just they're just making ends meet. And, and you know what it is too, bro. Like when you think about the Japanese culture, it's a collective culture. It's it's about the it's about the Community. collective. It's yeah. never about the person. It's yeah. not. It's not. They're very disciplined that way. So they're all about the team. So they're gonna they're gonna go hard for the team no matter what. It's because they don't care about the individual accolades. And that's part of because they're wired that way. Yeah. You know, they can't they, one they wins, can, wins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They can't undo that because that's the way they've been they've been raised. We've been raised a little different here in the States. Where like it's like, hey man, individual achievement. Yeah, forget about yeah, yeah, your yeah, family, yeah, exactly. forget about this, Accolades. forget about that. They don't understand you, go for yours at all costs. It's you know different. what I mean? And so it's next year you're standing there and you're wondering why you're at the bar by yourself, wallowing in self-pity. You need a therapist <laughs> you don't have that foundation, you don't have that speak family. on it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're out there, you know, taking some sort of substance, <laughs> chronic, you know, like because you know, I wanted success and I don't I have family and my friends, right? So, you know, it's like you need that foundation, you need that family, you need that structure. I remember that organization, Focus on the Family. When I was a kid, I used to get that literature. It used to be about the family, but now everyone's trying to bypass that. You know, don't have kids; they're gonna hold you down. Don't get married; it's gonna hold you down. Damn, yours. I'm like, oh my god! And next year, you know. You're not relatable. You're antisocial. You're a jerk in most people's eyes because you you were so focused on going after your own dream. That's the that's the you know that's that's the consequence of going listening to that propaganda that broke up the home. You know. Yeah. Wow. Wow, Sammy. All right. Just Speak on it, my brother. Hey, Speak no, on don't, it. Don't get me on my horse. Jeez. Holy. God. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how I really feel. Oh snap! Yeah, man. Nah, listen. When you look, when you look, everybody. Sometimes you think, oh man, I have it rough, and then you look at something like this, and you're like, whoa, okay, maybe I don't. <laughs> what you got there? It's a little cluster. <laughs> got real. <laughs> it got real, son. Holy snap! Wow. All right. Segue to this. Good luck with that. 
Um, <laughs> with that, damn, where, where do we go from here? Jeez, I didn't, I didn't know that was all baked up in there. <laughs> you're right. You're better. Right. I'm like, give me a hug. Bring it I in. know, right? Bring it in. Bring it in here. Bring it in. Bring it in, buddy. Bring it in. Come here. Come here. Oh, snap. No, no. But um, no, that was crazy, bro. That was crazy. When you when you were talking about that, I, I didn't realize um I, what went into into all of that stuff. Uh, I, I saw them where like they sleep in these like home like homes, almost like a like a like a like a frat house yeah, of just artists. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a, yeah, it's uh it's a, yeah, it's like it's um it's almost it's an apartment complex, but yeah. everybody has a room, like their like own bedroom, and then yeah. they share the bathroom, they share the kitchen. It's a common space, um, and um, it's part of the program um, that Japan has put in place for aspiring manga artists. And um, and and so you know they have that, and uh, but their diet sucks. Um, when you look at <laughs> diet you know, sucks, their yeah. diet sucks, and that there's no activity. Like you know, go and play racquetball, bro. Get on your bike and go bike riding. You know, it's like there's no activities. They put on their flip flops and they stop flip, 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 flip back to work. You know, it's like flip, flip, <laughs> flip back to work. It's like come on, <laughs> go play. Yo, they go ask the guy. They go, you know, what are you doing? Like he had his free time and he was um, writing his own comic uh -oh. on his free time, uh -oh. working, drawing, and writing his own comic on one of the documentaries I was watching. It's like. Yo, can't you break away? But what happens? It becomes it becomes their, their DNA. Like I was talking to a friend of mine, my wife and I went to Arizona, and we have this big giant bed in in, in our bungalow um, that we had, and I'm on the corner, and I'm and I'm sleeping on the corner, and I realize why am I in the corner on this big bed? It's because I've been sleeping in the corner for over 20 years because we have a king size, but my dogs come on the bed every, and my wife, they all take up 90% and I'm always at the other end. Like, and I'm six two, but I'm conditioned to do that. So the guy that, you know, he's like, I'm going to go and draw another comic for myself. He's conditioned. He doesn't know how to break away from this. I didn't know how to relax and spread out because I'm used to just turning on my side on the corner with like 12 inches, you know, and, and I'm surprised it never fell, but it's like, um, it's one of those things that it's hard to break away from habit. He's already formed a habit. And yeah, he's uh, good. Yeah, they do. They do. You know, that, and going back to the guy, um, and I can't remember his name, you know, Hunter Hunter, the, the, the creator of that, of that book, he, the hiatus as he takes, it, you know, I think he just, I, he, number one, it's for health issues, but number yeah. two, he's got, he's got two kids. So, you know, good for him. Like he was able to start and, and he's actually married to the creator of Sailor Moon. Wow. They're married. Yeah. They're married together. And so, and so, you know, these hiatuses, but the book still sells like they wait for it, you know, and it's, it goes to show how good his story is. And, and that, and that's, I think to me, that's the motivating factor. That's that one day you can be that popular with yes. the fan base. And that's, I think what drives these guys, you know, that one day I can be, that guy who created Hunter Hunter. I can be, you know, Dragon Ball Z. I can be like that. I can be that, you know, because everybody yeah. knows what that is. Yeah. And so, you know, I have a lot of friends in the video game industry. Game designers are the same way. Working, gaming, gaming, but not working. It's a lot. Yeah. It's it's a lot. You know, I I also think about the uh the the um CGI artists in some of these uh in some of these shows that yeah. I'm sure are putting in crazy hours to get all of this stuff done. And then we and then we rip them for how <laughs> <laughs> how bad the CGI looked in, on She-Hulk. Look how bad that CGI is. And it's like, yeah. these, these guys probably had no time to, to, to put all that stuff together. And this is what they're doing. And they're working probably crazy hours to get it done. Because the studio yeah. is forcing them to say, hey, man, we need this out. We need this right, this right now. So get it done. 
yeah, yeah. And, you know, we, we forget about that sometimes. And I think we got to, we got to ease, ease up. But we're expecting, we're yeah. expecting high quality now. Like you've, you've teased us, you, you've given us good stuff. We need more of that good stuff. And when we don't yeah. get it, that's when we turn. Yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, the artist, yeah, and yeah, it's like, not fair. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not digging the soundtrack for and andor. Yeah, um, <laughs> that man like, probably worked hard. On I that know. Soundtrack. I was like, I don't understand. Yeah, I, you know, I was like, you know, the Mandalorian soundtrack is on, on a whole nother level. Lord, the Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, these soundtracks are like on a whole nother level. They bring you in. They capture your emotion. I mean, think about X Files, that theme song. You know, it's like all that stuff adds to the mystique in the draw of the series. And with this one, it just sounds like just regular, you know, they just fillers, filler music. I don't, I don't, I don't feel the uh, the excitement with the music. I like the story. I'm enjoying the 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 series, but I didn't. I'm like, come on, really? Damn, son, I, I like the soundtrack. I, I, you know, it's funny. At first, I didn't like the Mandalorian soundtrack. I was like, that that sounds too much like Rocky to me. Like you just you just ripped off. I don't, Rocky. I don't see the Rocky. <laughs> I'm telling you, listen to that thing. It's got it almost. I almost. I'm, I'm oh, almost I know which one you're talking about. about to hear. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's got that Rocky feel to it. And then at first, I was like, ah, I'm not feeling that. But you know, it grew on me. Uh, but Andor, oh, I, I love know, the, man. I, I love it from the beginning. Maybe because of the, it was related. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was something that reminded you. I, I was like, why am I working out watching? Yeah, yeah, like, yo, well, I'm ready to go lift some rocks. What the hell's <laughs> going on? Yeah, no, it was, it was like that. But it was because I was like, damn, that reminds me of Rocky too much. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed the series, and I am like an Andor. I do like Andor. I, I like it. I like it a lot. I, I, you know, it's crazy with the, uh, with the, uh, for example, another, another example of that. You said that Game of Thrones. There, Mando's flying high now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um Flying high <laughs> so, no no I was gonna say like the theme song for the uh, Game of Thrones is awesome, right? The opening Crazy. theme. It's great. I hate the fact that they're using it for the new series. I'm like, why couldn't they just come up with their own? Because they want to keep it consistent to the they wanted, yeah, and they wanted you to keep watching because it's like yeah. yo, you know, but I don't know, you don't have Khaleesi anymore. You have Jon Snow, which is why they're doing Jon Snow's own, his own series. Yeah, he's got his own series. I can't wait. Jon Snow. Coming out, right? Jon what? Snow. Well, that was a great character. Great character. He was perfect for the role. Yeah, he was You know, good, you, yeah. you watched him. For, I mean, when you look at the first season to how he grew and he's aged out, you know, he's got he was getting older and, and the experiences and how he was like finding his place in, in that world and I mean, when they killed him off, I think it destroyed everybody. It's like, what? I wonder you know? if that's in the book that he comes back. I wonder if that, or if they did that for the show, because they were like, yo, we can't kill Jon Snow. He's got to come back. We can't kill him. I, I don't know. know. I've never read the book. So if anybody read, uh, you know, the, the Game of Thrones, does Jon Snow die and does, does he come back? Because he came back in the show. Yeah. And I think it's because of, like you said, the popularity of the character. And when, he, when, he, when he hung the three people that killed him, Mm. Oh, the kid, and the kid would just looked at him with a stone face, like he was still wasn't like he was pissed at him. I was like, this kid, that kid was vicious. And then he hung him. I was like, ah, oh. I think that the, the most celebrated. There was two celebrated moments for me. Was when King Joffrey was poisoned, was and good. with um, what was the name of the guy who uh, cut off? What's his name? Oh yeah, that dude. What's I can't remember his name. Yeah. Oh, when bro. when they he fed him nuts. to the wolf. He was nuts, bro. And they fed him to the wolves, bro. I was like, he got exactly what he deserved. It was like, I don't, but I believe you should go the way what you did to somebody. Yeah, eye for an eye. Eye for yeah. an eye. I believe the eye for an eye. I yeah, think you got to feel it. That's why, like, for people who are cruel to animals, I would love to be them to be put into a pit with starving animals. 
and uh, and because you know you should get exactly what you be putting out there. That's just the way I feel. Sorry, I just get off my high horse. Sam, um, Sam is on it today. <laughs> Sam's on. I don't know what you have for breakfast, but you are on it today. You got things to tear up your chest. Yo, it's like, what's Pledge, going on with those? Pledge you're robbing old men at a comic store. You're acting up. It's like, come on. Pledge, pledge to this and nail in my toilet, guys. Please, please Sam's please. losing it right now. Get a copy of this in my toilet. Come on, you want to laugh? Make her feel better. This is why I create all ages books, because Make I like to smile. laugh. Yeah, that make us brings out too much of yeah, hostility. Oof, I, I, I my blood pressure. Like, oh. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Oof. Oh man, but yeah, we're winding down. It, listen, thank you guys for for watching the show. Um, what's going on tomorrow? So, oh no, tonight you're gonna be JD JD Rosario. Oh, before um, that, seven o'clock. Before that, yeah, seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join me and Ray Felix. We're gonna be talking about what happened with his Kickstarter, and then I'm going to be um, you know, walking through how to how to um format your Kickstarter with Ray. Um, uh, online, so join us for that. That'll be live, and then at 8 p.m., I'm joining JD Rosario for his. He invited us to come on his show to uh, launch his Kickstarter. Um, and so I was like, "Look, you know, you called, you called, we entered, and so we're gonna show up and uh, help him celebrate the launch of his campaign." Um, Sam's gonna be the punisher against Adam Cody people. That's right. He's just gonna uh, show up. That's with, right. With a bunny and a shirt. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was talking to the university the other day, and this is it's just crazy. I found myself sitting there because I've seen so many animal cruelties. I was like, hey, to the universe, so whatever happens in my next life, put me on a planet where it's just animals and I have to protect them and just give me the, the, the tools to be able to protect them from any opposing force that comes to the planet to try to harm them. I said, that's all you need to do, and I'll take care of it, but give me the resources to be able to do that. I said, because they need, they, this is their planet as well, and we act as if they're just some lower class species and uh but you know what the, the love that you get the unconditional love that you get from animals is on a whole nother level and uh so give me that opportunity and i'll do what i need to do to make sure that they don't get harmed that's it that's it <laughs> that's it that's it you know that's, that's it. Be my next i'll write my duty stories and now i'm just like stay away, from the planet. <laughs> stay away stay away walk away from the dog step away from the dog bro don't step touch it don't touch it man don't no. touch it that's it that's don't it put it in front of me either <laughs> but um but yeah no so tonight sam will be on uh on jd's uh jd rosario's live stream we'll be sharing the link out so you guys can check it out what definitely check channel? that out he's does gonna he have a channel it. does he have a channel yeah i think it's a youtube channel yeah i'm sure i'm sure he's got he's got a youtube channel um and so yeah, so definitely check that out. He's going to be giving stuff away on the show tonight. So you want to be one of the first ones to pledge because that's going to be that's going to be a good time. Um, and JD's a cool dude, cool cool guy. Really He's cool. A, dude. We had him on the show. Yeah, yeah, we, awesome. We hit it awesome off with dude. Him and uh, you know, I was like, man, I said, I don't know how it passed. We met, we we we, we yeah. never met at uh, yeah. in New York. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a really cool guy. Well, yeah, yeah, hardworking dude. Unstoppable Comics. Check him out. Um, definitely check that out. That's right. And then tomorrow, obviously, you know, tune in for another episode of Catch the Craze tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. We're not, it's not live. Um, it's, it is pre-recorded. So tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow's Friday, bro. Tomorrow's Friday. (laughs) The weekend's here, son. Um, so yeah, so that's what's going on. And then obviously next week we'll be back, uh, for some more shows for you. So yeah. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. Thank you for for tuning in. Exactly. And again, remember, if you're watching this stream, um, if you back this nail in my toilet during this live stream, um, you'll get a free bookmark uh, added to your basket. And if you already backed it and picked up um, Ichiwawa issue number one, um, 
you can add now do these monsters to the T. I unlocked it. So do these monsters is available. So you might want to go back and add that to your basket. You can get the single cover or all three covers. Um, and so for every 10 new backers that pick up do these monsters, you you will go into a drawing for a prize. So uh, and we'll do it live on Cast of Craze podcast. So um, a lot of incentives, and then look for an update today because I'm doing a monster collection, um, a monster bundle specifically about monsters for, and it's going to be a special. So check it out. I got some cool stuff planned for you guys. Uh, again, um, there's an alien in my toilet on Kickstarter. I didn't have the link. Here's the link. I didn't even put a link in the damn thing. The, link's damn, the link is in the summary, and it's right here in the chat. Um, there it is. Bang. So uh yeah, so it was a good good morning, good conversation. Right, Georgie Porgy put him by. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh. Thank you everyone to for joining. I, I saw Dan was on there, Brandon was in there. I don't know if yes. anybody else was in there, but uh yeah, good morning to everyone. Thank you so much for joining us and yes, uh we'll be back next Thursday. Yeah, yeah, give us a thumbs up, like, subscribe, and uh we'll see you soon. This was another episode of the Morning Brew. Peace. Uh -huh.